Good day to my fabulous ThinkChat family. It's me again, Lou Gerlach, your host, and welcome to Confession 124, where we'll explore how to use personal inquiry in our practice. Every time that we loop back with an application series, it has helped me to grow as a practitioner and to consider my own actions. And for this episode, we are returning to Kath Murdoch's book, Getting Personal with Inquiry Learning. This episode will be a three-part process to stretch us, and since it's been a while, um, exploring her book. So let's look at step one. Step one is looking at Kath's work around personal inquiry and how it emphasizes the importance of fostering curiosity, independence, critical thinking skills in our learners. To challenge our thinking, let's begin by considering the following reflection prompts, okay? And I want you to think about it in uh, general of where you have been. And if you haven't gone through this process, no worries. Maybe you make some goals for uh, moving forward, but my hunch is you have, you might be just overthinking it. So the first part is reflect on a recent experience where you felt a strong sense of curiosity or wonder. What sparked your interest and how did you pursue your inquiry? Two, consider the ways in which this experience pushed you outside of your comfort zone or challenged your existing beliefs. Three, how might you replicate or build upon this process in other aspects of your life or at school to continue stretching your thinking and fostering a mindset of ongoing curiosity and inquiry. So I'm going to share with you something that has um, been a strong curiosity of mine. I have long wondered what is the process or the journey between primary elementary school, middle school, and high school within the Ivy program and beyond. We get so program specific that this is what needs to be done by the end of the PYP, but do we ever have conversations with the next level up to ask, hey, well, here's our perception of what is needed based on what's been prescribed to us, whether it's by scope and sequence documents, curriculum standards, um, board of governors, whatever that might be. There's certain criteria of what a child needs by the time they exit elementary or primary school, right? So we are so fixed on that, but do we ever have conversations with the educators at the next level up and say, well, did we miss anything? And so that's been a curiosity of mine because I'm constantly hearing of gaps. And so I'm a problem solver and I want to fix those gaps. So then Basically, I pushed myself out of a comfort zone um, in two parts, actually. Um, I decided to attend mainly continuum sessions at the recent Ivy Global Conference in Dublin, Ireland. I wanted to learn firsthand experience, unbridled um, feedback to other um, educators of what they thought were some of the constraints. And, uh, but also opportunities for development and opportunities for growth. And what was surprising to me in these continuum 
sessions is how many particularly diploma teachers um, and school leaders that talked about the heaviness of exams so that these students could be ready for university and how it outweighed their desire to teach through an inquiry and conceptual based manner. That kind of shocked me a bit. And then it, it piggybacked onto an experience I recently had by pushing myself out of my comfort zone by participating at the IBDP math symposium in Stuttgart, Germany. And I had the lovely opportunity of working with a wonderful team from Aya Stuttgart. So that would be Thailand, uh, Marva and Shannon. Um, they're educators that oh, have a piece of my heart. And we have been working over the past months, seems like a year, on scaffolding the MYP command terms um, through maths and science into the PYP. And we talked about the importance of why are we, or what are we doing in the PYP to scaffold. So by the time that um, MYP teachers pick it up, it should be just a natural flow and not a gap. And so that really was eye-opening to me because a lot once again, a lot of the same themes resonated at this conference of some of the constraints that educators were feeling and how can we problem solve to overcome it. And I have made it um, a goal of mine to implement the use of the command terms to drive my workshops and my teaching consultations. I want to model the process directly within this podcast and also implicitly so that people recognize that this is how academics talk and also our goal. So let's try it. So now it's your turn. Okay. I want you guys to reflect um, what is a recent curiosity or wonder that you've had. Consider the ways in which the experience has pushed you outside of your comfort zone and challenged your existing beliefs and how might you replicate or build upon this process within other aspects of your life or within your role as an educator? Uh, that is the first step. So pause this podcast, go do that in a notebook, on a laptop, and then come back to now step two, which is choice menu. So now you've thought about a recent experience. Now let's look at going forward. What are we going to do about personal inquiry in our practice? So we're going to look at a choice menu below. And really, if you were to truly look at it, it looks sequential for sure. There's like step one, step two. But, and the reason why I'm looking at it from the lens as a choice menu is you have the choice to pick up elements where you are still growing as an educator. You might have, let's say, steps two and three down, but one and four are still a grow area. So you're not going to do two and three. You're going to skip over them, right? And so that's why I'm giving you some steps. What I want you to do is choose two or three that you're going to focus in on to help develop more personal inquiry happening in your classrooms. So let's go with this, okay? So there are um, seven steps that I'm going to provide you. You decide two or three are the ones that are grow areas. 
So let's look at explore and wonder. Are you still working on getting students to describe the initial spark or curiosity that led them to choose a particular topic or question during their personal inquiry? What's fascinated them about it, right? If they're still stuck on finding um, a spark, that might be something that you need to work on. How about investigate and inquire? As educators, we need to share the steps of how to explore that chosen inquiry and also help them to know what are some potential research methods to employ and how do they approach this inquiry? Is it going to be independent or collaborative? Create and present, uh, present. We're going to look at the creative aspects of our personal inquiry. How do we express our understanding and what is it that we're going to create or present to showcase our learning? These are things that students are going to be talking and doing about. Is that something that you are, once again, is this a grow area or a glow area? It's going to be different for everybody. Now let's go on to the next one. Reflect on challenges. How do our learners identify challenges they encountered during their personal inquiry? What obstacles did they face? How did they overcome them? How did these challenges contribute to their learning experience? Are we, is that still something that um, is being developed? Connect to personal growth. What are ways that learners are considering how the personal inquiry experience is connected to their interests and passions. How has this experience contributed to their personal and intellectual growth? Extend their thinking. Um, let's explore how did the personal inquiry extend um, our learners' understanding beyond the initial scope? What new ideas, skills, or perspectives did they gain? And how um, did these extensions influence their future inquiries or pro uh, projects? And lastly, future inquiry planning. Based on their personal inquiry experience, they need to outline specific strategies or approaches that they might adopt in future inquiries. So how can we as educators help them to apply the lessons learned to continue stretching their thinking. So I want you to go back through this list and pick two or three areas that are still your grow, okay? And then, so stop this podcast, pick your two or three and commit to them. And then think about how you're gonna make them happen. And then come back to step three, reflect on the process. Now we're gonna be looking at the whole process of personal inquiry. What are some new aha moments from this reflective process we just went through? What have you learned about yourself as a learner and how will you incorporate personal inquiry into your practice? Because at the end of the day, it's not about us. Well, it begins with us. If we can find the magic of personal inquiry in our own learning, it's naturally going to trickle back into the classroom experience. But if we never engage with it, the likelihood of our students doing it 
is greatly reduced. So that is something to consider as you complete this first application. I hope you have fun with it. And um, I will post this in a blog so that in the event you are listening and saying, this is too fast, Lou, I can't visualize this. It's on my blog post. And so look for it on social media.